Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. All right, so which would be easier to endure? Uh, I, I don't know what it would be like to, to lose a Super Bowl. I mean, I, I don't know. There's probably a lot of sleepless nights in San Francisco. But let's let's pretend the Texans get to the Super Bowl and D'Amico Ryans comes up short like Kyle Shanahan did, whether it's not knowing the – or not expressing the overtime rules to your team, whatever – that's scenario one. Now, scenario two is C.J. Stroud has a bad game, throws a few interceptions. Mm-hmm. Which one would allow you to sleep better at night? Neither one is ideal, but which one would you be able to live with the most? That's a really good question. I'm going to have to go with C.J. mistakes because once a, things tend to haunt coaches for uh, extended periods of time when they make a bad decision – they come up with some 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 bad you know strategies or, or whatever. Like Kyle Shanahan, this is going to follow him. Like this is going to follow him, not just you know being the OC when they were up twenty eight three, but then up ten again in the Super Bowl, and then up double digits again in the Super Bowl. That that that's going to haunt him. I mean, until it changes. Whereas I think yes, certain mistakes can haunt players, but I think we know CJ. You know, I, it's more like specific to CJ Stroud. I think we know that he's those things aren't going to linger with him, you know? Yeah, the good thing is I, I don't imagine either one of these things happening. Yes. Maybe I'm a prisoner of the moment, but I, I don't imagine either one of these things happening. But I I, I would I, I would probably say that CJ throwing a few interceptions would, would haunt me the most. Like CJ oh, really? coming up short. Yeah, because I mean I don't want I don't want to I don't want the the questions about can CJ handle the big game. Like Andy Reid has had moments where time management or whatever has been his biggest question mark and it's he's been able to overcome it and I'm sure there's some quarterbacks that have had rough moments and they've been able to overcome that as well but I I would want my quarterback at his best uh in CJ I, I wouldn't be able to wake I, like if if CJ Stout threw three interceptions I that would be tough it would be tough and I think uh it, it would linger with some I'm like I said I'm just more specifically you know, knowing what he is and how he is, I, I don't think it would linger. I think it could haunt a coach. And then all of a sudden you have time to think about your next decision and maybe that's entering your mind. Whereas as a, a player that makes mistakes, he just, you know, he, he just moves on. I, I think you could argue both. It's a good question. Were we wrong in thinking that the Chiefs were vulnerable? I think what we were wrong with is we, we were wrong thinking that Patrick Mahomes was the same Patrick Mahomes from the regular season. Uh, weapons, dropping passes, uh, you know, the offense not quite holding up its end. Once you got to the postseason, it, it, it was Patrick Mahomes at his best. That, that's where we were wrong. Like, we underestimated, you know, him being able to dial it up like like greatest of all time do. I just look at that squad. I, I don't see I, – I don't see them maintaining what they're doing right now. Maybe they evolve. Maybe they change. I, I don't see them maintain. Like, what are they going to do with Chris Jones? Mm-hmm. 
What are they going to do? And then, as you mentioned earlier, what are they going to do with the secondary? I mean, eventually they're going to have to pay those guys. Yeah. What's What's going to happen with Travis Kelsey? What are they going to do? That's with him? the one for me. Uh, that's why I say two years. I think he's definitely back next year. He said it. And then maybe if they win, they'll you know he'll want to come back again. But after that, I mean, he's going to have to you know eventually he's going to retire as will Andy Reid. So I don't. I feel confident that their organization, because they've evolved in different ways, they've won in different ways with defense, with offense, with everything, that they can they can figure it out around Patrick Mahomes, and and Patrick Mahomes can adjust to whatever type of team they have around him. But if you lose Kelsey and Reed, then all of a sudden things change dramatically. It's just amazing, though. You look at Mahomes; that the guy starts one game his rookie season, mm-hmm. and then it, it's been AFC Championship every single year since. And three Super Bowls. This was in 2018. Like 2018 is the first time he was a full time starter. <laughs> yeah, and we're and we're he has more playoff wins in his career than Peyton Manning. Yeah, he's just behind what Montana. Yeah, and uh, Brady. Yes. Uh, it's you can't never bet against him. But you look at CJ. CJ, he's further along his rookie year than Mahomes was. At least from like a from like being battle tested and and the pedigree, I I don't think I don't think CJ is going to be Mahomes. I mean, I mean, who knows? I mean, he he wants he wants to be he's striving to be, but I will say like he's he's ahead of where Mahomes was one year into this. Yeah, I think the one thing the Texans have going for them, well, okay, I'll put it this way: I think there's only two quarterbacks in the AFC that clearly have that in them. In in other words, that gene, that whatever it is. Uh, to be able to, to, to rise up in, in big moments. And maybe I'm just too close to the situation, but I think C.J. Stroud is one of them. I think the other is Joe Burrow. I don't know about Josh Allen. Joe Burrow beat Mahomes yeah. head-to-head year two. I think Joe Burrow has that. I don't know about Josh Allen. I don't know about Lamar Jackson, to be honest. See, I was watching that game yesterday, and you know, if, if we're just talking about the quarterback situation and we're talking about C.J. Stroud being able to play up to that level, I feel confident, but – the the way I mean just just the the absolute war that was going on in those trenches and the bad and and the the consistent pressure and all that that's where I kind of found myself thinking the Texans are are far away mm-hmm. like quarterback wise I'll put CJ against anybody and I'll feel like he's at least going to be able to hold his own e- even like the elite of the elite I think he can hold his own but when you talk about you know Greenlaw before he <laughs> Torres Ding, Achilles walking, uh, going onto the field. Uh, Fred Warner, Bosa, Armstead, um, Sneed, Willie Gay, yeah. Chris Jones, like all those guys. That was where I found myself saying, "Okay, you got the what they say is the most important part, but that that just seems like kind of a separate, mm-hmm. kind of a separate type of thing." Because the way the 49ers came out, I think they would have beat the spirit out of. 90% of the teams in the NFL just with their physicality and the way that they were just they yep. were just hijacking the the Chiefs but they held their own. Early touchdown would have been huge uh before McCaffrey fumbled. You know what I got out and of they this? They forced those turnovers too. Like the no, Chiefs like it's not it's that not fluke-ish. like it's just like that, that Flowers nerves. that Flowers fumble yeah. with the Ravens yeah. like if that doesn't happen who knows what but they like they know exactly like yeah. they, they that that's just they know how to Tony Take Romo advantage of their the opportunities. Nerves. That's nerve. No, it wasn't nerves, man. <laughs> Had two guys punching the ball. You don't think Christian McCaffrey was nervous? Yeah, I don't think Christian McCaffrey was nervous. I'm, we're, we're probably going to get into this a little bit more tomorrow. But, you know, one of my big takeaways, kind of to your point on, on the team around C.J. Stroud, love you, Nico. <laughs> they, need a, they need a stud number one wide receiver. You think Ayuk's a stud? 
No. Are, you, are you considered no. Debo the stud? No, I think Kelsey had one catch at halftime and led the led the game in receptions at the end of the game. Yeah, you gotta have a dude, whether it's a tight end. Oh, so you're saying you're saying neither one of these teams had dudes at receiver? Uh, no, I'm saying Kelsey was really one of the big difference. Like, in order to to help a quarterback like Mahomes, help a quarterback like C.J. Stroud, Nico's awesome. Yeah. Well, Tank's he, good too. Tank's really good, and maybe he'll end up being that. But he's, by the way, Tank made C.J.'s dream team. We'll talk about this a little oh, later on. That. Nico yeah. did not. And 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 you know maybe he'll end up being that. But man, when you have a guy like that, that is just a, just a altogether not not that you're not elite, but another level above. Yeah, I I, I love. I, I'm intrigued to see what Nico's third year to fourth year looks like mm-hmm. because if it's the same as if if it's the same as second to third, yeah, then we might have something. But I, but I'm 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 just I just at the very least I just want a repeat of what he did last year. Yeah, but. There is just like a different, and, and maybe maybe this is just me being over like an over romanticized lush when it comes to watching these guys, mm-hmm. but like when a Debo Samuel or a Travis Kelsey or a George Kittle has the rock in their hands or a Christian McCaffrey, mm-hmm. it just it just it just feels yeah. like it do, it do, it doesn't even feel like they're playing the same game, and I don't yeah. I don't get that feeling with like. Nico and Tank Dell. I don't want to say it's like attaboy, but I I don't just get that feeling like damn like with Saquon Barkley I get that feeling when mm-hmm. he's healthy like I get that feeling with Saquon yes. Barkley and that's why I, that's why I look at him but like there's just a different like level of intensity there's just a different it just level seems like play yeah it, it almost seems like I want almost want to get I almost want to ask Debo Samuel for his damn birth certificate when he runs with the Rock sometimes right. that that's that's what I'm saying that that was my you you have to have like you know it when you see it. Like you can compare numbers all you want. Well, Nico did this and uh, this many catches and yards per catch. That's awesome, and he's great. But you know it when you see it. When you see a guy that is just a different level, and and you saw it second half yesterday with Kelsey. Nothing, no touchdowns, but man, he made some plays. Uh, that big twenty-four yarder or whatever it was. Uh, you you saw it with Debo. Um, you you see it consistently with those types of players. I can't tell you that that they're a better player statistically all the time. But they're a better player. Now, do you think the the other thing that was really clear, and I think both of these guys were getting held the whole damn time. Chris Jones and uh Bosa. Man, yeah. Bosa was just there the whole like he was just there the whole time and he was just getting He was making a case for MVP. Yeah, and he was just getting completely bombarded. Sack. Yes. Yeah, just just by disrupting just impact, everything. Everything. Yeah, yes. Do you do you see Will Anderson becoming something like now that? Now that I could see. Maybe. Mm-hmm. That I could see. I'm I'm not gonna shortchange Will Anderson here because I think we saw it at the end of the year. We spoke with him uh, about that that you know that move against Tennessee at the end of the year, and he's like, yeah, yeah. The coach told me to try try it more. I think he's going to take another step. I can't see him doing that. Landry Locker, John Lopez, Figgy Fig, with you here on uh, Reaction Monday, the final one of the season before we officially get in uh, off season off season uh, mode, which is going to be fun this year, real fun. So, with when it comes to the quarterback to be able to succeed on this on this stage, check they're good. They're good. Okay. Uh, when it comes to the impact defensive player, TBD, but but decent confident, confidence? Confident. Okay, confident. So yeah. confident in Will Anderson. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just the badass offensive skill position player, MIA. Texans don't have that. Good players, but not that guy. Okay. You know it. You know it when you see We saw it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't disagree. And there, and there's different ways. Like, there's different paths. There's different layouts of rosters to get there. But, like, as far as just like that, ah, Debo, what are you doing to him? <laughs> Christian McCaffrey, holy crap. What are you do? Like, yeah, they don't have that. The way McCaffrey finds space. 
man, it's just incredible the way he can just finish. It's like a two-yard run ends up being six, like consistently, like consistently doing it. And then, of course, you know, I said Kelsey. Uh, Debo was one of the – probably the most impressive player just because of the hammy and everything. Do you think that Christian Harris can get on, like, the same category as Greenlaw and Warner? That's a TBD. That's a that's an altogether different level, but he's he's on the path, right? Well, I mean, I think the improvement was mm-hmm. was blatantly obvious. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I I would. Less what about the interior D line? Nah, uh, I like Rankins. Uh, I mean, you got. I have, mean, but that's a one year. That's just yeah, a one year. You got to have kick a, the tires type. You got to have like a Chris Jones. Oh yeah, they, Armstead. They grow on trees, but you got to have like a Chris <laughs> Jones in the inside or a Bosa on the outside uh, or Karloftis. Uh, something like that. Uh, don't mention his name. Why is that? That's another one that they got Kenyon Green instead of. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, yeah, he was there. Uh, <laughs> oh, Lord. Goodness gracious. That's I, the thing about the Super Bowl. You kind of, as, as confident as you are with your team, you know what you're missing. No, it's it's a reality yeah. check. Yeah. It's, it's a reality check. Like, you know, we've... We, you you feel good, but there's I mean there's there's just a lot of work that needs to be done from Nick Casario. Mm-hmm. He's got to get the job done. Yes, I mean they got they need ballers on offense. They need just flat out ballers on offense. Like you're not like, oh we're a lot further away uh, than we thought we were. It's not to that point, but you're you're missing big ingredients. Like like you're missing some big ingredients. You're not too far away, but you got to get those. You know. Man, I felt bad for Bosa. You hear him after the game. He said he couldn't even look anyone in the eyes. He was crying on the bench. He left it all out there, man. Like Kelsey's speech. <laughs> you heard about that, right? That was a joke. You heard about that? That was embarrassing. Why? Before the before the game, there's the, the media types are saying that Kelsey made a speech that had everyone crying. And they said it afterward. Okay. <laughs> Let me hear that speech, please. I would love to hear that There's speech. no way that that guy has this substance to be able to go that deep. They said he was walking up and down the aisles of the players. God. It was, uh, He's the worst. What if it was a great speech? He's the worst, dude. I'd like to hear it. He's judge for myself. He's bad. He is hard. Did you see to like this morning? I don't know if it's. I can respect, but man, that guy is a clown. Roid rage was trending this morning, and it was because of Travis Kelsey. Oh, we'll get into what was being said about Travis Kelsey today. (laughs) It was roid rage. We'll we'll get into what was being said about Travis Kelsey coming up uh, in four minutes. They they were talking big game Mm -hmm. uh, on on the uh, biggest country station in town, and it was not. They were not talking very nice about Travis Kelsey. (laughs) There's a lot of people concerned for Taylor Swift's safety. Yeah, red flag. Red flag. Are they wrong? I guess we'll be the judge of that. I can't believe Andy Reid's just okay with that. Dude, he almost knocked him down. Like, did he drop his play sheet or had to fumble for it? Dude, if he knocked him down, he would have easily he might not broke have gotten his shoulder. Up. He would have broke his shoulder. Yeah, he might not have gotten up. What if Andy Reid would have had to be carted off? <laughs> Travis Kelsey knocks Andy Reid down. He he, he hits his shoulder, and Andy Reid has to get carted off. Yeah, but then he guts it out, so he comes out there in like a wheelchair in the third quarter, <laughs> and he's calling plays, just gutting it out. Oh, one last thing on Andy Reid. That last play call, if they're correct, they hadn't called that all year. I don't know. I know they called it last year. Yeah, in the, in the Super Bowl. That's brilliance. 
I mean, that's brilliant. Say what you will. Like, they did the same motion as some other plays that they've been running, and then, of course, they, they took – uh, just ask Tony Romo. He talked all over Jim Nance explaining it. Uh, and then they, they, they took him out. Uh, that's brilliant. In that moment, to call that play perfect. Did you see that the San Francisco 49ers are the favorite to win the Super Bowl next year? No oh, good. I don't know if they're ever going to win one with this group. Come on. Come on. They just were in overtime, John. I know. But now you got to go start all over again. You've lost two. They're they're not starting over. They're fine. Start the you know start the process all yeah, over again. They're in good shape. Um, how long is McCaffrey going to be able to play at this level? For a it, while. It, 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 it's got a couple more years. It's, it's more a years. question. I'll put I'll put it that way. It's a question. And Karloftis, dude. Mm-hmm. Just a reminder. He's the one that got the fumble. Yeah, this mm-hmm. Kenyon Green thing. Got to keep an eye on this. How's your, bo- how's your boy looking, Figgy? Is Kenyon Green ready to come in? and My boy. That's your boy, Figgy? <laughs> your boy? Nah, I, don't, I don't recall. <laughs> you got Ken- is Kenyon in shape? Is he ready to go? <laughs> in shape how? Like in football shape or <laughs> high school football shape? <laughs> <laughs> Texas A&M shape? Yeah. <laughs> Man, just always a reminder of, of that. As much as you like the good stuff, always a reminder of that. Uh, shout out to all the loopholes. Uh, if you listen, you are one seven one three five seven two four six one zero. So the conclusion we've come to is, you got the quarterback, you got the coach. Perhaps you have the game changer on the D line in Will Anderson and the linebacker in Christian Harris. But you need flat out ballers on offense, uh, even with even with what Nico Collins did. So we'll see uh, what happens. Seven one three five seven two four six ten. Uh, if you uh, want to get in. Coming up next, talking about Kyle Shanahan choking the game. Did Travis Kelsey choke away his clouts? We'll hear from the demo next. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Did Travis Kelsey choke away his clout? 713-572-4610. On the big stage, did Travis Kelsey choke away 
that C-L-O-U-T. Who is the guy on the Texans most likely to be interested in dating a celebrity? There's a right choice. Like, this is very easy. There is a right it's choice? It's very easy. Well, I'm not thinking of it. Laramie Tunsil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that would be the right Laramie choice. Laramie Tunsil. That would be the right choice. 100,000%. One of the best at his position in the game, but he would be the most likely. I, I don't see C.J. Stroud dating Taylor Swift or anything like that mm -hmm. anytime soon. Mm -hmm. Laramie Tunsil would be the most obvious. Yeah, I, I I could see that one. I'm trying to think if there's any, any other options out there on this squad. No. Not, not really, right? Laramie, yeah. for sure. Shout out to uh, LT, friend of the show. So I was driving in today, mm -hmm. and it was about I think it was like seven forty-five. I, I turned on the uh, I turned on the radio. Yeah, and I heard Sha Sean was talking about like some party he went to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you get the bottle service and everything. Yeah, he was talking about that, and I was just like in my Cal McNair voice, my nicest Cal McNair voice. I just I, and I heard his voice in my head as I was reaching uh, for my for my radio. That's it. I'm switching to music. <laughs> I, I, I decided I want to switch to music. I, I don't. Look, it's the Super Bowl. You're, you're Sean Pendergast. I want to hear what you got to say about that. I, I don't care about you hanging out with Gronkowski's brothers. That's it. I'm switching to music. So I switched to music. <laughs> or did I? Because 100.3 The Bull, while Sean was talking about his bottle service, they were breaking down the game. They were breaking down the game. They were breaking down the game. Well, it was the Super Bowl. We know they're the most talented people in here, but Mo, yeah, Eric, yeah, yeah. and George, they were breaking down the game, and they were breaking down the most viral moment. Mm -hmm. Travis Kelsey. Now with a different fan base, the Swifties grabbing his coach. This was their intro, and they went to calls. I just want you the, – the, the reason why this is so relevant is because we live in a different world than where Taylor Swift made her name. We live in a different world. Yeah. But this is interesting to hear from people who live in that world, who have seen her upcoming, mm -hmm. who know about her fan base. This is their take. On the Travis I am really Kelsey, interested in you this. should be. Yes. It was it was riveting, and then we got <laughs> and then I got back to Sean at uh, eight, and they were back they were back in the rhythm. They were yeah. back in it. it yeah, was, yeah. yeah, the bottle service thing. We got through that. But here was uh, here was the morning bull, the legends talking about the Taylor Swift Travis Kelsey situation. All right, ladies, we need your opinion. Was last night a huge red flag about Travis Kelsey? Uh, last night in the uh, Super Bowl, the Chiefs win back-to-back -back titles, 25-22 to 22 in overtime. But we've been having a debate in the uh, studio this morning about Travis Kelsey. Now, one of the leading receivers of the game, mm -hmm. he had almost 100 yards in the game, obviously made some big plays for him. But the thing that we can't stop talking about here in the studio is him bumping the coach and screaming at him in okay. the first half of the football. Are you not in right now? Yeah, man. Put me in, coach. I'm ready to play. Remember that song? Do you think that's what he said when he bumped into it? Uh, I don't think that's what he said. I think he said, coach, if we don't win this game, Taylor Swift's going to write a song about me and break up with me. I think that's what he said. So. Red flag, Mo? Uh, I mean, or was it just somebody that has great passion for the game? Apparently, he gave some sort of speech before the game that made everyone, like, cry. Like, it was something. So, he, I, I get the that. passion, but it was definitely a red flag because this isn't the first time this has happened. Yeah, he's got some unbridled rage deep down <laughs> in his soul. You could see it in that moment. So, so you're saying it's a red flag as well. Oh, he could not control that, George. That was something that he couldn't put a lid on. Okay, so that's the breakdown yeah. there. So the, yeah. the the people in that demo, the 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 Swifties, they're they're saying it was a red flag. 
Uh, I think that's – damn, that was a good segment. That, that was a good segment. Is it a red flag? I, I mean, I – I mean, that's him. Well, let, let me put it this way. If if your daughter's boyfriend was doing that to her coach, what would you say? Like, would you not think – would you not be a little bit worried? I mean, I, I look at it now from father lens, and yeah. I've, I've been a dad for – I'm not an expert in the field. I've uh, Yeah, but six you have months. that connection. Yeah, if, if if my daughter were dating Travis Kelsey and I saw how, how he acted there, I would definitely say, okay, this guy's got problems. Because if he does that there in yeah. that moment, what does he do behind Dude, closed doors? It's, it, it, and he wouldn't do that to D'Amico Ryan. So he also looks like a bully. Yeah. Like if, if he played – they can say, well, he does it all the time. Okay. You think he would have done that to Eric Bieniemy If Eric Bieniemy were still chief, he'd have gotten the crap slapped out of him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, no, I I think I, I think it, I think he looks like a bully. I think he looks like a meathead. I think he looks obnoxious. I think he looks clout thirsty. Yeah, I, 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 yeah it would be a red flag. I would just wonder and what – And Swifties treat Taylor like their daughter. Dude. So that's the other thing. Like there are Swifties there. Like and there's there's group there's like there's social media pages with like hundreds of thousands of followers just dedicated to Taylor Swift. So the reason why this is relevant is because that's how they look at her. Mm-hmm. She's their god. And and did you see some of these videos circulating? Like Swift fans who have no clue about football, no interest, going nuts at the end there because the Chiefs scored and watching it all the way to the, the ratings here may not be beat for a long, long time. Yeah. Uh, be, and it was a great game. It was a great game, which helps the ratings. And then the Swifty factor, like they were in until the final play. Uh, a lot of people just want to watch the halftime. We know that. But on 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 Travis Kelsey, my question as a father would be, has he ever yelled at you like that? Because, no, no, I'm serious, wouldn't you? I... I that was rage. I don't know that I would even have to know that. Now you can separate. Well, the guy off the field is a completely guy, you know, from on okay. the field. So maybe there, there's that. Dude, he hit an obese senior citizen. <laughs> he did. Well, by definition, he is obese and a senior citizen. Yeah. What were we doing there? Uh, but I would, I would say, <laughs> Figgy red flag. Yeah, I would say so. I do. I would too. It seemed like he was kind. Of, I mean, I ain't trying to be a wuss or nothing. No. Yeah. It no, seemed like he was no. out of control. Hey. They, that is at least noted with Taylor Swift's fans. Yeah, yeah, they they put it in their back that, pocket. That is that is yeah, at, they, at the very least that is noted. They do this all the time with like anybody she dates too. They like dig in on them and they find any type of dirt, and then they. But see, they eventually force her to break up with them. It's funny you say that because I'm wondering. I was just gonna say, is this where it turns? Because right now it's all about Travis Kelsey. Like the Swifties are, you know, all about him. Supporting him, buying his jerseys, watching the Super Bowl until the final play—is this going to turn it? Is was it enough to like for Swifties to go? Okay, okay, no, I don't know about this guy. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. 
Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You want to hear from some? Yes, I do. All right, so they opened up the lines, too. Yeah, they yes, opened I do. Up, they opened up the lines at the bowl, and uh, I actually punched out, and I just told Figgy, hey, pull this, because I wanted to hear it while you were hearing it. So they, they opened up the lines for the country music fans and mm-hmm. some Swifties, to, and they asked the question, yeah. was it a red flag? Was it a red flag for you what Travis Kelsey did last night? It was a real red flag. The mm. guy's an idiot, and I swear to God, had I yelled at my boss like that, I would be jobless. Yeah, that that's his boss. You're right. That's his wow. boss. Yeah, okay, I didn't think about it like from a boss standpoint, but yeah, that is his boss. He's an idiot. Huh, interesting. <laughs> Do you think it was a red flag? Good morning. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hi there. This is Maria. Hey, that girl. was definitely a red flag. <laughs> that is a no-no. Any other coach but Andy Reid. That is a definite no-no. That's a definite no-no. Oh, wow. and so is that something like if you were interested in a fellow and you saw him react like that way, it would be a, an automatic, nope, I'm done. Out. No, out. Yeah. out. out. Okay. Okay. And it doesn't help that Andy Reid looks like everybody's papaw. <laughs> Valid point. Hey, hey, stop yelling at my papaw like that. Valid point. Passion for the game or red flag? That's what we want to know. Good morning. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Terry from Baytown. Uh, it's it's a red flag, but understand, coaches have different rules for superstars than they do their other players. Oh, oh yeah, there bad. we go. So so like bosses at work. Yeah. Let's go back to the work thing. Bosses at work will let certain people get away with things they won't let other employees oh, get away with. Mo is a favorite around here. She I'm can say and do things we it. can never do. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> so that seems pretty unanimous. Red flag. Travis Travis Kelsey choking away the clout. Uh, it, it, it's funny. It's all how you look at it. We're getting a bunch of texts. This is football, guys. Emotions. That's not run football. High. That it, it, emotions do That's run. Not high. football. Emotions do run high in football. I don't know if it was a real AJ Brown account or not, but he said I would be out. Of, I would be forced out of the league. Yes, if this happened. I saw that. <laughs> if that was me, no, that was a joke. Of, like yeah. if if CJ Stroud or I, I don't know what the equivalent would be, Nico Collins or someone did that to like. D'Amico Ryan's, yeah, and, and and Travis Kelsey wouldn't do it to one of them. Mm-hmm. It's no. Andy Reid. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that yeah. was whack. It, 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 it's funny because I do see the intensity angle of it, and maybe yeah, it's he fine. Just, and maybe they have a just, relationship and all that. And he just overstepped his bounds. He maybe was closer than he thought he was. But man, uh, then there's the other side. People, he should be benched. Okay, bench Travis Kelsey. Well, the other the, the other thing is this, like, and and I, this isn't all football players, but Travis Kelsey is a clout chaser. Like he's a clout chaser, mm-hmm. and he's he's trying to expand his brand. He's been trying to do it since he got in. The, the dude, the dude had a corny ass reality show before yeah. any, before Patrick Mahomes even got there. Like he had he had a reality, like a mm-hmm. cheesy, raunchy, weird reality show. So he's always gone the extra mile, dude. With with the with the following you have right now, like you you probably need to take the responsibility a little bit more intensely and 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 because he is in with taylor swift it's just going to multiply that time that much more do you think taylor's manager like 
No, I'm serious. Like, because that's a different level. Do you think she tells him, like, uh, like tells, tells him, hey, I, I don't think you should be doing no. stuff like that for the brand. No. Oh, they were all about it in the post game party. I've been seeing some videos. All of that. about it. Yeah. Okay, they were. They, they were, were stiffer than a wedding. Dog. They were singing to each other. Okay, so they were. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> Landry is not about this. It's group. a fake relationship. <laughs> Are you serious? Well, they were. They, they looked sincere when he's, they were. He's singing got a date her with other. the officer. You think she goes to the parade? Oh, hundred percent. Really? Yeah. You think I'll miss that? Everybody covers the parade, and not just sports. Actually, more not sports. She's benefited yeah, from it. She'll benefit that, from that. That whole relationship just really kind of gives me the creeps. I man. picked up on that. I, no, I just feel like. <laughs> a word. I, I, could, I could just see them like trying to take over the world or something and like, mm-hmm. like I don't know, like invading. I, I don't Taking know. Taking over the world? Yeah, they, they, they give me the creeps, man. There's, it just doesn't, I, it doesn't feel right to me. Like, it feels like I'm watching, like, the end of the world in front of me when I watch their relationship. Should he be nom- nominated for the slime off? Uh, for what? For pushing Andy Reid? Yeah. Absolutely. freaking loot. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh no! This sounds like a slime ball nomination. Slime me. There you go. Coming up, the hits are lit. Let's hear from Kyle Shanahan on the loss. Stats that will blow your mind. And JJ Watt has a message for the newest NFL Hall of Famer, your own Andre Johnson. The hits are lit. Next, live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents In the Loop. With John Lopez and Landry Locker. The hits are lit here on In the Loop on Sports Radio 610. Reaction Monday, final one of the NFL season. Playing all the hits. These are the hot stories of the day. You're listening to In the Loop with Houston's sports leader, Sports Radio 610. Kyle Shanahan took a loss. Chiefs win 25-22 to in OT. Here's the 49ers head coach who John Lopez said choked. Here's Kyle Shanahan talking about the L. Yeah, when I mean, when we go through football, like everything that we try to do, we try to prepare as hard as we can, um, and we try to go in there and do exactly what we think's right based off our pre- preparation, what's going on in that game, and try to make the. What I can't live with is when I do stuff that I didn't plan on doing or that I didn't do, and second guess myself. And um, I'm proud of what we did today as a coaching staff and as players in terms of we did we worked and we did everything that we planned on doing we just didn't get it done and any play that didn't work out yeah you always look at that stuff but that's that's how every game is and that's what we work at no look it's, he, he's not wrong and they deserve so much credit and, choked, and the bro. way they've done this you said choke 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 uh, choke i'm getting there um they and it was one play and it was overtime and 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 you had a missed extra point which we haven't even really mentioned uh, and that and that was and that was huge. And you had a, a very uh, well played forced fumble on the first try. All these little things certainly were factors. But his decision making at the end of the game, like these games are always going to end up being close, and it's always going to come down to big decisions by the head coach. Uh, and we saw Andy Reid making some some big decisions, especially with his play calling late on the winning on the game winning play itself. But it was a choke. It was overthinking it there are reports that multiple players in the Niners uh, locker room didn't even know what the overtime rules were not, uh, not reports those are quotes uh, yeah quotes yeah reports, that, those are the, yeah, 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 yeah reports yeah. no like, yeah. quotes yeah like they didn't even know what the overtime rules were I can even let that slide yeah I mean they, you're still I, I, playing the I, yeah I can I can even let that slide but the head coach should know it and I, I don't mean to get riled up because I'm not a Niners fan. No, I get riled but, up. But but what I'm saying is, if I were a Niners fan, you'd be pissed at Shannon. I would be livid, livid. You do realize who's on the other sideline, and his logic 
for uh, taking the ball first when you win the toss was, well, I wanted the ball third so this one score could win it. That's a losing mentality. He had Peggy's before the game, too, according to you. He had Peggy's? Peggy's. What, what do you mean, Peggy's? Peggy Shanahan, his mom's spaghetti. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, where? I knew you were going somewhere. That was the pregame meal of Kyle yeah. Shanahan, Peggy's yeah, spaghetti. Well, it was all over his shirt. Uh, I, I would be livid, livid. Like, that is Patrick Mahomes standing on the other sideline. Well, my defense might have been tired, is what Romo said. Dude, I don't care. You kick a field goal, you score a, a, a touchdown. If the Chiefs do either of those things, you have four downs every time you you have a, a first and ten, as opposed to three. And and so what did you do? You gave Patrick Mahomes four downs. Didn't he convert three fourth, two fourth downs on that drive? You, uh, what are you doing? What are you doing? Started using them legs too. Patrick, you gave Patrick Mahomes four downs to move down the field, and twice he converted on fourth down. I, I would be out of my skin with 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 Shannon, and that, that's not even to mention his the moment being too big for him and him de- getting too cute. Well, he's got now all of a sudden people are bringing up the 2016 bowl down the street when yeah. they were up 28-3, and then he was up to, and in then double up digit. ten, yeah, and th- and that's not even to mention opening the second half with the lead, getting the you know you get the ball back, you get a stop, you get the ball back, and you throw the ball six times on two series. Rather than rushing McCaffrey, who who is McCaffrey? I it, it how'd was, you feel about Brock Purdy? You know what? I was ready to to to, to tweet, uh, LOL. Anybody who thinks he's just a game manager, I mean, the first quarter he was out, yeah, standing, yeah, and he moved. He, so you thought he did well for himself? He did well. He didn't. I mean, it was not like oh, Brock Purdy was nervous. Brock Purdy didn't play well. He had a, a slump in the middle of the game, but then he came back strong after. Uh, after Shanahan decided he, you know, he did in fact have Christian McCaffrey. Now this was a Shanahan thing. No, he didn't even touch the ball for two series. McCaffrey, when you have the lead, you start the second half, and you can drain some clock and move down the field, maybe get a, a field goal or something. Like this was Shanahan, man. Couple stats that are pretty wild. So Mahomes has never led at halftime in his four Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. It's never happened. He's never had the lead at half. You think Mike Shanahan knew that? That's what I'm saying. Kyle Shanahan. I mean, Kyle Shanahan. That, that's what I'm saying. That's Patrick Mahomes over there, brother. Not to just reiterate that, but that's all part of the equation. This was the seventh longest game in NFL history. I thought it would be longer than that. I'd be higher than that. All right. It might, might have been the longest Super Bowl. It was the seventh longest game, though. Oh, game. Game. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Like, as far as, like, from kickoff to, yeah, to the that, end. Not, that I buy. Yeah. Yeah, that I buy. So, seventh longest in NFL history. Mm-hmm. No, I, no, I, I, I saw some people saying the game was boring. Mother Football said it. Shout out to Shereen Williams. She's, I thought it was a great game. How? I thought it was awesome. Yeah, I thought it was a great game. Yeah, I guess that was a good I, game. I, I, guess I was on the edge was, of my seat. I guess because it was three zip in the second quarter or whatever. I loved it. I, I, it was a battle, man. Yeah. These guys were doing Iowa. This wasn't like Iowa Yeah. <laughs> I I don't need scoring. Big plays. I, I, I don't need scoring. Now I do wonder though. Like, do you think that perhaps, like the new crowd, like with with all the new faces that mm-hmm. were watching the game, do you think they thought it was boring? You think they need more scoring? I don't think so. Because it like the presentation was great. CBS yeah. was perfect yeah. in every way except the play by play. Except color. and analysts. Yeah, yeah that yeah, too. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, I thought the the presentation was fantastic. The explanation. That's why I say Tony Romo was almost good. He explained a lot of good things. Uh, then he then he didn't <laughs> uh, the fumble and all that stuff. I thought it was really good. C.J. Stroud, he was asked by Zach Gelb, 
if he believes he's a top five quarterback? What do you think CJ said? Oh, I think he said yes. Yes. Like right now you're a top five quarterback in the NFL? Yes, sir, I do. Um, I think I put it on film. I think my numbers speak for itself, especially missing two games. You know, I think if I didn't miss those two games, my numbers would have been just as good or uh, one of the best in the league. So, And I think you can see the, Im- the impact I-, I had on my team, you know. So uh, I'm not in the in the business of, like, arguing I'm top five. I'm not. I really don't care. I mean, I just want to win. Well, who do you think are the, the top five quarterbacks in football? Yeah, I was quick on the spot. Uh, I would say, of course, Mahomes. Mm-hmm. I would say Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. Uh, I would say myself. And then I would probably go. Burrow? No, nah, I mean, not because he didn't play last year. Okay. Of course, Burrow is like one of my favorite quarterbacks ever. Mm-hmm. But I would say either Tua or um, Tua Hurts. I think, yeah, I think. Or Josh Allen, excuse me. Okay. So, but I think I'm like definitely top three, top four. All right. There you go. I mean, it's hard to argue. I mean, laid it out just fine. Yeah. Right? Why not? Mm hmm. J.J. Watt, man, his hair had the internet going nuts. We might hear about that again at 120. Uh, This was J.J. Watt, though. We we know that Andre got in the Hall of Fame last week. Uh, Here was J.J. Watt's message to Andre Johnson. All is right with the world. Andre Johnson, Hall of Famer. Man, it is truly a beautiful thing to be able to say those words. Congratulations, brother. Congratulations, you deserve it, you have earned it, you have a gold jacket, and you will now and forever be remembered as one of the greatest players to ever play this game. And damn, is that rightfully so. So, 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 so happy. So happy for you, man. This is incredible. So well deserved. uh... Everybody in the H is so, so proud of you, man. is JJ going back to like this is, second, man. third year? I, I JJ. hope you are enjoying every single second of it. You deserve it. I love you, brother. I'm so happy for you. Congratulations. Uh, apropos of nothing, do you think JJ's ever smoked weed? Yeah, but he was real goo. He was real weird about it. Probably. Mm-hmm. He probably acted like he was like extra hungry and like it, it just like that. That sounded a little. Nah. I, I think that's just like I I I have a selfie camera, so I'm gonna uh, emphasize it. Uh, Talking a little slower. I don't know. Maybe maybe he's scientifically down with the Marihuchi. I don't know. A little lower, a little slower. I don't know whether CJ's down or uh, JJ's down with it or not. I, I don't care. Uh, either way, uh, I just want to know if he's gonna frost those tips. Man, what was he doing? <laughs> how did how did no one stop him from this? Somebody said. Somebody he, actually he spiked it. Even if he'd have just parted it, like he spiked it. When Debbie the Texan is is talking about JJ Watt's hair, you got a problem. Yeah, but but there was someone at some level somewhere that said, "Yeah, man, let go with that. That looks good." Somebody said that to him. All right, I guess I will. I think I'm gonna go on national television now. My boy texted me at half, and this <laughs> this was the text exchange. Goodness, JJ Watt looks like a weasel. I said, "Why?" He said, his spiked hair looking like a seven-year-old on picture day. <laughs> then Debbie then Debbie the Texan put her uh, put her screenshot up. She said, who did JJ's hair? Someone said to her, who did JJ's hair? She said, no clue, but it's awful. Wow. So bad. Wow. Really is. His hair looks like a broke 90s boy band. The beard isn't doing any favors. He's good looking, dude. Fire the stylist. Yeah, no, it's definitely a 90s vibe. Debbie there. the Texans calling you out, calling out JJ Watt's hair. That's bad hair. He looks like he's, you know, air guitaring now, in the driveway of a cul-de-sac. Here's my question, though, because when, uh, when you're on that stage like JJ is, you're, you're going to make some bold fashion decisions. Bold choices. Yeah. And, and you either stick by it or you don't. 
Do you think JJ sticks by it, or you think that's the last time we see that hairstyle? He's changed it already. I think I think he's already washed it. So all he will out. never wear that again. No, you're not going to see that. So again. to me, if you're going to do that, you got to feel it. Like you got to feel confident enough to where well, you're just going to go in. Somebody just needs to tell him, Nah, man. Nah, just just stick with what you you know what got you here. Uh, but yeah, I guess I mean no, he's not going to be feeling it or double down or no, no. I saw I loved his tweet though. When you think people aren't going to notice your hair, uh, they do. They How do, do you think people wouldn't notice that? I know. <laughs> do they have too many people on the set on CBS? Yeah. Yeah, Who they, would you cut? Bill Cower? Cower? Yeah, number Cower. one. Yeah, number Cower. one seed. I, I would just get rid of Cower and Sims? I'd be fine. I like Sims. I think this is his last one, though, but yeah, I like yeah. Sims. Yeah. Yeah, I would cut Cower. Cower would definitely be number one. It's amazing how how long he's hung around. Mm-hmm. James Brown's a goat, though. I found out he had a hip replacement. James Brown's the man, dude. He is. The, the he way is he the organizes man. it. Remember when he, he was with Terry Howie and them? And it oh, was yeah. Elite? And, yeah. I, and I like Kurt, but but James Brown goes to CBS. He's still the man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, Nate Burleson. Nate Burleson's badass, too. Mm-hmm. I watched all that pregame. But this is this. You, you, I don't know how Nate Burleson doesn't get giddy here. Nate, Nate Burleson interviewed someone. I think it was Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, it was. And James Brown. James Brown gives him, like, the ultimate, like, OG broadcast compliment. And he brings it back. And James Brown's like, Nate. That wasn't an interview. That was a conversation. And you really showed us what Patrick Mahomes is all about and the man that he is. <laughs> and then he just went right to the camera and he went like right back on cue. <laughs> he is the man, dude. James Brown is the freaking You know that meant a lot. Man, dude. That meant a lot. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, that meant a lot. That was him. not an interview. And I was like, where is this going? He goes, that was a conversation. That's what it's supposed to be. That's awesome. <laughs> Shout out to JB. Shout out to CBS, really. I know... We do our complaining about Roman, but that was a hell of a that's a hell of an event, man. What a, what a day Super Bowl Sunday man, is. Man, I was really pulling for Romo and he was he had some really good moments. Some of his analysis was really good, but he just can't How are you pulling for this guy so much? I don't know. I, I I just I thought like, okay, this guy's just been bashed. I've bashed him, you've bashed him. You know, it it seemed like he was finally getting it all together and then he's talking about I just bizarre things here and there and ends it awfully awful at the at with the last play it was bad coming up the passing thoughts in the checklist what do the texans have after watching yesterday with it still fresh on our mind what do the texans have to compete at that level and what do they need plus some og passing thoughts next this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? 
Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.